Hey guys, welcome back. It's been a while. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. I hope you guys have been well and I hope you had a beautiful January. Mine has been pretty restful and very slow, which I'm grateful for. But first of all, I'm really sorry, okay? This was not how season one was supposed to end. Um, I had stuff planned, but everything kind of just went left, which is, it's okay. I felt sick and I had to travel. I had a cough for about eight weeks. I'm not even joking. Like who has a cough for like eight weeks? It was horrible. From the minute I traveled, my throat was not having it. So I couldn't record anything. I could barely get through a recording without coughing my lungs out. I'm so glad I'm feeling way better now. And I hope I sound decent. But I don't wish this cough on, well, that cough on anyone. Okay. But anyway, welcome. I'm very happy to have you here. Okay. I decided that this was going to be the beginning of season two of the podcast. So welcome to season two of It's That Deep. You know, we can just start fresh and that's fine. Okay. In this episode, I want to talk about 2023 and some lessons learned. I decided to put this out regardless of whether or not when February, because, you know, it's important to me. I document all these things for my own use for lack of a better word, and maybe someone else will find it useful. It's never too late <laughs> to have some reflective moments. So yeah, a quick disclaimer though, this might be a longer episode. I try to keep the episodes short, but I don't see that happening for this one. So you know, if you're doing something, just take me along with you, do your laundry, go on a walk. If you're cooking, organizing your space, whatever, I'm good company, I promise. Just do whatever you're doing, okay? So I celebrated my birthday in December. I'm a December baby. I typically write down lessons from the beginning of the year, but I wanted to share a few of them with you guys and hopefully it's helpful. I'm not sure how many I have, but we'll go through it. The first thing I have on my list is the presence of adversity and difficulty is not the absence of God. I'm going to repeat it again. The presence of adversity or difficulty isn't the absence of God. There are times where you look at life and everything seems so hard. Everything seems so unreachable. So sometimes you go into that headspace of like, God is not, God is not here with me and God is not present. He's absent because there's no way he can be present and all these things are happening to me. The Holy Spirit reminded me that because there's difficulty does not equate to it being that God is absent in your life or God has abandoned you. One of my biggest sayings was, you know, God is here. God is here. God is present. I said it even even on days that I felt like I wasn't feeling his presence. I had to say it to remind myself. Like God is not only God when things are good. God is God regardless. God is good regardless. Regardless of the good times, the bad times. I like to say that regardless upon still, <laughs> God is a good God. Number two. Sometimes you have to move in uncertainty. Clarity will come in action. If you're waiting to know everything before you do it, babes, you will not do anything. I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. You're not going to do anything. I think sometimes we attach, even in, in the Christian world, um, <laughs> we attach a lot of like signs and wonders um, in order for us to move. And, you know, signs can come in different ways. And when I wrote this down, I don't remember what was going on, but I know that I was trying to, yeah, I remember now I was trying to move. I was trying to think of where I was going to move to. I think I was waiting for this big revelation, but 
that was one reminder I got. It says clarity will come in action. Clarity does come in action. The more you do, the more the more you you learn, the more you understand, the more understanding comes to you, right? So the more you act, the clearer it becomes. You try, you fail, and you learn things that will help you try better again. So if you're waiting, you know, to know everything before you move, before you act, you're not going to do anything. Number three. The mind is a constant battlefield. If you've not listened to the episode where I talk about environment, I think the title is The Grass Might Be Greener on the Other Side. Please listen to that episode, okay? I feel like everything I'm, I was going to say about this point is I talked about it in that episode. Your mindset is really important. Your mindset matters. The environment in which you grow affects your mindset even more. So, you know, just listen to that episode hopefully it helps and it gives you more context. Number four, you can do big things and you can do small things that are big to God. So don't focus on the size, focus on the act, focus on obedience. Hmm. I don't even know if I'm going to do a good job at explaining this, but I'll try my best, okay? There are times where we do things and we want it to be big. We think that impact is equal to size but most of the time, right, what should be more important is where God wants us to be. The people that God wants us to impact. And that can be in the tiniest way, but it can also be in a big way, right? So some things look big to man, but it might mean nothing. Babes, it can mean nothing to God. Like no impact, no impact. You're not in alignment. You are moving, like you are moving carelessly. And then you have times where you're doing tiny things, in quotes, the things that look tiny to you, the things that you feel like doesn't have a lot of attention. But to God, that's literally where he wants you to be. That's what is in alignment, okay? And so whatever you do will be important because you are aligned with Jesus. It will always be important if you're in alignment. And because of that, you want to look at, look at it more from the perspective of obedience right the impact of your obedience is what is more important so when you're worried about recognition visibility and all of that which are valid concerns okay these are valid things i think about like visibility of the podcast i think about all those kind of things and sometimes you get into the, the headspace of doubting of questioning why you're doing what you're doing Remember to check if you're in alignment first. Remember the little bits of goodness happening and that it may be tough, but obedience will never be a mistake. Obedience will never, ever be a mistake, okay? And my next point is actually similar. Obedience is one way to tell God that you love him, that you trust him. And it is very uncomfortable. It might be uncomfortable. Most of the time, obedience is uncomfortable, okay? It might be painful, but God is always going to make you worth it because obedience is less about you. It is more about God. It is more about people. There's so much tied to your obedience. There's so much tied to your disobedience. And so in most situations, the prayer is that we learn to decenter ourselves in most things and focus on the picture that is bigger than you. Focus on the assignment and the, the and being in alignment with Jesus. That's more important. But when you tell someone that you love them, right, in your friendships, and your friend says, this is how I view love. This is how I want to be loved. The expectation is that you do what it is that tells them that you love them. And that's just the same way it is with Jesus. Obedience is telling him that you love him. 
that you hear him, that you respect him, that you honor him. And so it is bigger than you most of the time. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. <laughs> if Jesus is listening to this podcast, I want him to know that it's very uncomfortable, but he will make it worth it in whatever way he deems fit. Okay. Number six. In friendships, there are seasons. There will be times of uncertainty, pain, grief. I don't know, like different personal situations that may demand different parts of you in your relationships. And especially in friendships, because I think a lot of times we don't really talk about platonic relationships and we don't talk about how different seasons impact these relationships you, you know you might have to dial down a bit and just focus on praying for your friend a bit more there might be times where it demands more of you more of your attention more of your grace of your love number seven i think i'm number seven but like guys if i'm messing up the numbers forgive me okay speaking up for yourself isn't always for your benefit not everyone is able to advocate for themselves. And I think if you're in a position where you have the privilege of advocating for yourself, remember that it, it's not necessarily just because you want something out of it. it. It might be most likely for people coming behind you. And so sometimes when you're in situations where you question whether or not you should advocate for yourself, ask yourself if it is worth it because of others. Like what kind of impact would they have on others coming, coming behind you? And do you feel like you are centering yourself or are you letting fear do the talking for you? You know? Number eight. God causes everything to work together for those who love him. Everything. And I think this goes back to my first point about God not being absent in the presence of difficulty, right? God says he causes everything to work together for the good of those that love, love him. I feel like I always attach this to goodness. Like when everything was rosy and amazing, I'm like, yeah, God causes everything to work together for the good of those that love him. <laughs> and then when what tiny difficulty comes, I'm like, bruh. Okay, first of all, why is everything not working out for me? And I go into this panic mode. Everything means everything. The good and the not so comfortable things. And your definition of good may not look like God's definition of good. But God's good will always be better than your good. <laughs> it will always be better than whatever imagination, vision, desire that you've had or you, you have, whatever. God's good will always be better. It might not look like what you think is good. And that's something that you need to take it up with Jesus, okay? Like, I have questions that I want to be like, God, okay, we need to talk about this. But for the most part, God's definition is for him. And you just have to accept your place where you have a father that knows more and that knows better, right? So I've had to learn that everything means everything. It doesn't just mean the good things. And my definition is not might not always look like what god's definition of good is and so you submit the desire the imagination the fantasy that you have and you, you place it at his at his feet and you say god this is what i have okay this is my vision this is my desire but let your will be done and i submit it to you and i pray that you please help my heart to be renewed to align with your own vision for my life that i desire the things that you desire for me I'm going to let go of the numbers because I do not remember where, like what my last number was. But next on my list is, in life, you can decide how you want to be loved and how you want to be treated. I don't 
feel like we sit down to question why we're in certain situations or why we allow ourselves to be treated a certain way. I've had to remind myself, like, I don't have to stay uncomfortable with how people treat me. Like, I don't have to sit there and be so uncomfortable with it. I have every right to choose how I want to be treated. It may be lonely, but if people can decide to withdraw or be low maintenance or be terrible people or whatever, you can also choose to not be treated in that way. And this is related to everything. This is related to work, your providers, your mailman, whatever, anything it doesn't necessarily have to be relationships with like your your partners or your friends or whatnot. I had situations last year where like doctors were just horrible. I'm not even joking. I would see really horrible doctors from 2022, 2023. And I just, I got into this headspace like, okay, you know what? Let me just deal with this doctor and I will go back to the same doctor that was rude and not even paying attention to my issues. And I had to sit down and ask myself like, why am I, why am I here? Why do I keep going to these doctors? Like, I'm not happy. This person doesn't listen to me and I don't feel like I'm being heard. So what is the point? Why do I feel like I need to be here? And I realized it was a part of me. I was having that scarcity mindset of, well, it's going to be stressed to find a new doctor. So it's better I just deal with this person. The more you let go, of nonsense right so the faster you let it go the earlier you get to that person that's going to treat you right and it might be stressful it might be lonely it might be uncomfortable but your discomfort and the rest of that you have staying where you are will always be worse it will always be worse because you know in your heart that you can do better you can have a better doctor you can have a better friend you can have a better partner you can be in a better like environment, but that fear keeps you there. And so you're already kind of stifled in a way that affects everything else. I just have to remind myself like, wait, I can decide to go somewhere else. I can, de- I have that control. Like if anything was not within my control, I can control where I'm, where I go and how I'm treated. You don't have to constantly be treated unworthily. Next point is God is here. He loved you first before you loved him. (laughs) Literally waiting for you. And how amazing is that, right? It's something I always want to keep reminding myself of. That in the midst of everything, God is here and I'm not by myself. I will never be alone because I have God. Next point. It's not your job to convince anyone that you are worthy of love. Or convince anyone on why you are worthy of love. I just want you to sit with that one. If you are constantly having to kind of prove your worthiness, prove your yourself as to why you are beautiful enough, you are funny enough, sexy enough, attractive enough, whatever, smart enough to be loved, then that's a lot of work, do you know? Because there like there's someone that loves you just for you as you are and to be honest it's not your job it's your job to be you and then the person that loves you loves you so when you are exerting energy to try and convince someone on why you're worthy of love do you know what you end up doing you end up conforming to their own standards and you forget who you are in the first place actually because you want to prove to them that you are worthy. And so whatever their standards are of what worthy means in terms of love, 
in their eyes, you start like conforming. You start mending yourself to try and fit into that box. So this is just my reminder to you that you are worthy just because, okay? It's not your job to convince anyone why you are worthy of love. Next, who you partner with in life can change your life. (laughs) Who you partner in life can change your life positively or it can literally ruin your life. And I mean this in everything, in friendships, in marriage, in business, everything. But that's where I'll just leave that at. That was a <laughs> that was a personal one. So there you go. Next, pay attention to your wrestle and honor it. Pay attention, meaning be mindful what your spirit wrestling with. Honor it by attention, by moving in action. I think this deserves a topic on its own. So we'll definitely talk about it in a few weeks. I started feeling more and learning more about wrestle and honoring it and the holy spirit had to really sit me down and remind me of this a lot of times throughout last year the power of wrestle and the importance of honoring that wrestle so yeah next be careful with who you seek feedback or opinions about you from in 2021 my therapist had asked me i was telling her that i don't feel like I know me that well and I wanted to learn more about myself but I didn't know how to go about it and one of the exercises she gave me was to reach out to my friends and ask about me I had to make sure it was someone that was grounded in themselves someone that is able to make space for who you are because sometimes right people's ideas of you and who you are is just a reflection of how they see themselves or how they see you in a version that you've chosen to hold on to. So maybe you've known someone for years and they're still holding on, like you've changed, you've grown. They're still holding on to the version of you of like 2019, of 2017. So no matter how much you've changed, when you ask for your opinions about you, it's like they still tell you a version of you that you know you've kind of grown, outgrown, it can create a conflict of personality in your head where it's like, am I really like this? Or like, I thought I had grown. Next, honor your heart. You in fact know what you want and what you like. And if you don't, let what you don't like guide you. Because the more you do, the less confused you will be. When it's, when something is familiar, right? It's familiar for a reason. It's comfortable. But I've tried something where I say I might not know what I like 100% but I know what I don't like and what I don't like will guide me if I can say no to the things that I do not like to the things that I cannot tolerate to the things I cannot endure I will let that guide me to where I'm supposed to be the next point I have here is praise is a weapon use it and use it even when you don't feel like it worship through it praise through it I've had really, really miraculous experiences through praise where I felt tired. Praise carried me through. And so some days where you feel like you cannot, I want you to play a, like just play the the playlist, put it on speaker. I don't know, do whatever you need to do, babes. But you don't need to like exert all your energy. But you see what what it means to praise. It's giving God thanks even when things don't, look like it is giving God thanks for the things that are to come and when you listen to the lyrics in praise they're amazing like sit down and listen to the lyrics that will change your mind you'll be like bro 
even in the saddest moments, there's a way praise will lift you up. Praise makes God so happy. Praise is a weapon. Use it. Use it and use it well. Next point, stay open. There will always be room for more love, more positivity. And so you need to stay open to new friendships, stay open to new opportunities. It's scary, especially if you've gone through some traumatic experiences. It is hard to be hopeful. I guess this can be a way to encourage you. There's room, there's abundance, right? There's room for more. It can be like a mental battle to remind yourself of these things. Like a few years ago, I had this um, quote on my wall, an open mind, a teachable spirit. It's something that I pray about because I don't think I'm the most open-minded person, if I'm being honest. I get anxious, I get triggered, and I don't like history repeating itself. I don't want to be hurt again, but it's something I pray about. An open mind, a teachable spirit is all I think you can just hope for and pray for. You have a voice, your unique voice and your story. Own it in obedience. Just remember that you are you, okay? You are unique. And even if 50 billion people are doing the same thing, there's nobody inside, in the midst of that 50 billion people, that is you. And so, if you know (laughs) that there is something that you need to do, do it. Say hard things well. Or learn how to. Tone has the ability to damage truth. Though. And I learned that. I used to pride myself in being blunt. I'm a direct person. I love just saying. I I'm like being straightforward. However, I'm learning that tone and timing are two important factors in communi- communicating. Um, There are people that would just plainly misunderstand you. And there are people that, that have chosen to misunderstand you. And that's fine. People automatically perceive a tone even when there's no tone regardless of how you say it it's not going to land well just accept defeat say the things that you need to say and keep going at least going in into your conversations with that thought process of like timing is important tone is important and you want to be able to you know say what you're saying well because your tone can damage the truth in in what you're saying and then lastly (laughs) speak 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 the word of God over your life. It doesn't, I don't even know, I don't know how how else to say this, but I use worship as a way to speak the word of God over my life. I try to also kind of use the Bible verses that I read to speak the word of God over my life. So yeah, those are my, (laughs) those are my lessons. I also wanted to share some wins from 2023 because I think it's important, okay? Lessons, but also like jubilate. Um, the first thing on my list is that I moved states, which was a scary journey, scary decision, but I did it and I'm very grateful, very, very grateful for that opportunity. I owned my emotions a little bit better than I used to. I expressed what I was not okay with and I also made, made decisions that were hard, but they made me feel better or I knew they were better for me. They might not have made me feel better in that moment, but I knew that they were better for me. And I tried way better at expressing myself without feeling shame for feeling something or for being sensitive, I guess. Um, Whether or not the outcome was in my favor, I'm just really proud of myself for expressing. I used to like be so um, angry at myself because I didn't want to come off as sensitive. I didn't want to come off as 
angry <laughs> because I was always told like, oh, you're too sensitive and it's not that serious and whatnot. And I just kind of got into this space where I would rant to myself and I would just not express my discomfort with something. I did a better job last year and will continue to do better at just expressing, you know, how I'm feeling. I read more books. I read more books. I cannot believe it. I never used to read. <laughs> like I would have books and I would never read them. And last year I actually did a better job at reading and I'm reading now and I got books for my birthday. It's crazy because because I'm reading more, my friends got me books. My cousin got me, got me books. It's just, it's beautiful. And I guess I wanted to read more. I feel like I couldn't calm my brain down to read. But I realized I was, maybe I was just reading the wrong thing. Not the wrong thing. Sorry, that was, for lack of a better way of expression, I was reading nonfiction a lot more. And I think nonfiction is great, but it can be so repetitive. It can be so like long to get to the point. And sometimes it can, these self-help books make you feel like you're never doing enough. So I I just restructured like my mindset around reading. And I started reading fiction. It has been amazing. I'm learning a lot more in terms of how I read and what I enjoy. And it's just been fun. I also started prayer journaling. We'll talk about this. I don't know when. I don't know if we'll touch on this in this season, but we'll talk about prayer journaling. This is one of the things that have changed my life for the better. Like my life has changed radically since I started prayer journaling and I'm just grateful. One or two phrases I have I've held on to as, you know, I was rapping 2023 is that God is here. And even though he's a good, good God. And so I pray that I never know different. I pray that we never know different, that you stick with the knowledge that God is here and that regardless upon still, even though regardless upon still, he is a good, good God. Okay. This was a very long episode. I hope you guys stuck with me. Also, I asked you guys to send me your dilemmas or questions that you had and I got a few. So I'll answer the questions in next week's episode. Thank you to those that sent questions. Okay, thank you because thank you for not ignoring me. And if you have more questions, like feel free to send. I can still answer those questions in coming episodes. But um, if you have any questions or dilemmas that you need advice on, um, it could be on anything really. So feel free to share and you will be anonymous. Don't worry about like any of that sorts. The link will always be in the bio on Instagram. And the Instagram is at it's that deep pod. And I will leave a link in shows as well. I pray that this year is amazing for us. It's going to be amazing for us and it's that deep by God's grace. Talk soon. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.